welcome to the second episode of the Displaytriots podcast with your hosts, yours truly, Andrew, and my friend Brian. Hey, hey hi, Brian. I'm Brian. There, oh, there you go. <laughs> and can I say, that was an awesome opening, right? That, that I mean, that's like what you would expect, you know, for yeah. like a radio or something. That was really oh, yeah. cool. cool. You might have Thanks. missed your calling. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so maybe you should give up astrophysics and go into radio. Yeah, well... It wouldn't be too much of a jump, considering I'm doing radio astronomy right now. So, well, there we go. <laughs> except, except instead of receiving radio signals, you would be transmitting radio signals. Yeah, exactly. You could transmit and receive at the same time. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I could uh, send my or send our signals out to space and see if any aliens pick them up. I thought they were already kind of going out into space, or do they bounce off the ionosphere? Uh, it depends on the frequency. That's true. But, yeah, lots of people are sending radio signals out into space right now, but they're not getting anything back. That's true. <laughs> and some people would wonder if that's because there's nothing else out there. Other people are just saying, yes. well, maybe it's too far. Yes, or we're pointing in the wrong direction or something like that. <laughs> I would like to go fast for the speed of light and catch up to the original Doctor Who episodes when they <laughs> aired <laughs> and recollect them, because there's some that yeah. are missing. Oh, <laughs> Missing? What do you mean? Yeah, the BBC had a fire, so and so oh. some of their their past collections, uh, they didn't have copies other places, so oh. they're actually missing. As in, they were burned and they haven't found they haven't found any duplicates. Ah, oh, I see. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be good. <laughs> but I haven't figured out a way to go faster than the speed of light to catch up to the radio. Yeah, signals. well, no one has as as far as we all know. That's true. Anyway, we're digressed because you were yes. opening a show, and I and I've, as usual, taken it on a rabbit trail. <laughs> ah, that's what these things like podcasts are for. That's true. Having fun with it. <laughs> well, that's true. So yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. First of all, big thank you to everyone who listened to our first podcast. That was that was awesome, and thanks for all the good feedback. Yeah, we did. We got a lot of good feedback. Yeah, yeah, and lots of good questions for this episode. We do. In fact, we have so many questions for this episode. We we have enough to actually carry over into the next episode. Yes. Which doesn't mean we don't want any new ones. It just means that <laughs> if we don't get to your question this time, it's not that we're not going to do it. It's just one complaint we had was the other episode was an hour long. So we're going to try not to yeah. make it an hour. Yeah. We want to be more focused this time. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Which is which is hard because I suffer from ADD. <laughs> yeah, I get distracted pretty easily as well. I, I think that's just being a boy. <laughs> True. I think. Although, mm, yeah, men tend not to be multitaskers, so maybe that has something to do with it. Well, that's what that's what women like to say. I don't know that I believe them. <laughs> I don't think yeah. we do it the same way, but... Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, when I do my work or whatever, I've got two or three computers running at the same time. I'm yeah. running multiple instant message um, systems so I can communicate with different people. Um, I've got, I don't know, for just work, I've got two email systems I have to keep up with. I mean, what what then do you define as multitasking? If that's not <laughs> it, I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe you're a lot better than I, than I am. But, no. uh, yeah, I... I'm I'm terrible at multitasking. I can only do one thing at a time. Well, actually, there's a study that says that actually everybody only does one thing at a time. 
Right. Well, yeah, in practical practical terms, that's all really you can do. It just depends on how divided your attention is. Yeah, and it's also how fast can you switch from the thing you yeah. were doing to the next thing. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that and that is what people define as multitasking. Yeah. Speaking of multitasking and getting distracted, <laughs> we're yes. going on a rabbit trail again. <laughs> as yes. Yeah, if you if you don't like rabbit trails and if you don't like being distracted, this is not the podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see if we can stick to the time here, but uh, yeah, we should probably get on to the first question. Okay, so the, the the first question that that we have agreed to kind of take on is Vegemite. Yes, oh. because that's an Australian icon. If there ever was one, I mean that's right up there yes. with a kangaroo and. The platypus, which we might have to do on a, on a later episode, but yeah. yes, are they cool? So that's yes, koalas, yes. So, um, <laughs> so we should we should probably start off with your idea on the whole Vegemite experience. Oh, I'm pretty nervous about this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a jar of Vegemite in front of me right now, and I'm going to. Take a very small taste and attempt to describe how it tastes. I, I think that's an awesome plan. <laughs> I think you should do that. Well, mm, I don't know if I'm ready for this, but I'll I'll go for it. I oh, just go for it. I I <laughs> do I it. Do it. Do it. Do it. A very long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm digging the knife in now. It'll be okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. And I'm taking a lick. It'll be okay. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh. 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 That's terrible. It is terrible. Mm. I've got a glass of milk and I'm drinking it now. That's a good idea. Uh, so, to, to answer the question. Oh, terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's still there. Yes. To, to answer, um, mm. to, to answer Robert's question okay. as to what is it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's now that it's oh, yes, the taste it's, is very much in my mouth. <laughs> yes, well, yes, because it's a yeast extract, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they um, they wanted to um, they wanted so, so a guy in Australia wanted to mimic what the um, the British had, right? Yeah, like Marmite. Yes. Yeah. And they wanted to create an Aussie version. So they created um, Vegemite, yeah, right, which is just a yeah. yeast extract, and it's really high, I think, in B vitamins or something like that. Not that I would. Yeah. Do that. Oh gosh, I'm not feeling too well all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, the 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 belief is that if you've grown up with it, then you like it. If you haven't, you hate it. And there's really not too many examples where anything other than that's ever taken place. Yeah, that's pretty much the the case. <laughs> yeah, and it, people put on toast a lot and stuff like that, and oh, well, and even people that like it. it. So yeah, so like Tim <laughs> likes it, right? And, and Grace Grace is one of the few people I know that have grown to appreciate it. But even even people who like it, they only they only spread on just a very thin amount, right? Yeah, but with the, butter. Oh, yeah. No. Still. And you don't I, eat it straight. That's I, crazy. I can't stand the taste. I'm not even sure how to describe the taste. It's like... <sighs> it's probably like eating yeast. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, just some terrible tasting yeah. version of buttery yeast. I don't know how else yeah. to describe it. It just... It's not the same uh, thing as peanut butter, by the way, right? Oh, no. Peanut no. butter is awesome. Peanut butter is the bomb. Oh, but oh yes. I'll, I'll have... I can have peanut butter anytime. Yeah. <laughs> and Vegemite looks like Nutella. So... Yes. <laughs> don't don't mistake the two. <laughs> no, no, because Nutella's like, I think, around hazelnuts or something, isn't it? Isn't it? it it's what? Based, it's based off of hazelnuts or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> that... Vegemite is sweeter. not. Yeah. Y yeah. No. Vegemite's not. No. Not so, good. if someone's trying to introduce you to Vegemite, don't let them trick you into thinking that it's something yummy. else. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So, and, yeah, unless so, basically, unless you've grown up with it, you're probably probably not going to like it. There are exceptions, yeah. but yeah. they're pretty rare, far and few between. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that's over. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Good job. But it was my idea, so I it was self-induced torture. So I don't know what well, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it won't be with food, I would imagine, but I'm sure there will be something where I'll do that too. But just not with okay. food. Because I don't, I, yeah. as I said in the first podcast, I don't really like to eat. I don't really like food. It's a necessity that I endure. You don't like food. I don't really like the whole idea of food. I'd really rather <laughs> not eat. If I could get away with not eating, I would. Well... I don't like the time it takes to eat and prepare food and stuff, but at least I like food. Well, <laughs> like I mean, I like, I am a picky eater, but I don't, I don't, I don't really, a lot of food doesn't drive me. There's a few things that kind of will get me a little bit more excited than other things, but by and large, I'm, um, I'm just like, yeah, that's good. And then that's it, because I just, I, okay. Yeah, so like being so you being married to Jess is far more beneficial for you because yes. you know if Tiff were as much into cooking as say Jess is um that could be bad because <laughs> you know Jess is on is on MasterChef and so you know they do a lot of really what I'm presuming are cool things but nothing that I'm interested in. Yes. Yeah, so I should make that clear that uh Jess, my wife, is going to be on the next season of MasterChef Australia. So Yay! look out for her. <laughs> Definitely. You can't miss her. She's and vote, Je vote Jess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you can. They don't really do any voting. <laughs> I know. I'm do just... all this deciding. <laughs> team, team Jess. Yeah, yeah. Team we're, Jess. <laughs> we're Team Jess. So hashtag go Jess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so... All right. If we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna keep this down to under the hour, we probably, yeah. <laughs> we probably should go to the next moving one. On. Yeah. Okay. Right so on. what's the next one? Uh, the next one, the next one is stars and constellations. Oh yes. Okay. Because th this is a topic that yes, I mean, I'm, you're the astrophysics and and you're I mean, but I've always been interested in in, in stars and 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 space things. So that's probably a place that we have somewhat in common you're just further down that path than me mm -hmm. yes <laughs> um so why don't you start off with the, the the whole thing or you know with with the answer to that uh so <clears throat> i guess i'll just pick what specific question i'll answer so for from bob i think he was asking 
what constellations do you see in Australia that we can't see in the good old USA? <laughs> um, well, there are quite a few. Um, you know, it's almost half the sky that you can't see from the Northern Hemisphere, depending on where you're located at. Yeah, but um, you got to start off with the constellation. Yes, the, the constellation you can see in Australia or the Southern Hemisphere is the Southern Cross. That's the yep. most popular one. And, um, yeah, I mean, there are two main to name, but I mean, there's, there's some interesting ones that have some interesting names, like Microscopium or Telescopium. What? The yeah, yeah, the, there are some that are named after man-made instruments, like microscopes or telescopes. Okay. Uh, at least in Western literature. Because, you know, af like, the Southern Hemisphere wasn't explored until much, much later, or more recently in European history, anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so they named all these constellations after things that, you know, had been invented recently, like in the, in the 1600s and stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously there are, uh, there's lots of Aboriginal um, constellations as well, but those, I'm not too familiar with those, unfortunately. I know there's one called the Emu, which if, if is a, an Australian bird similar to the ostrich. That's a dance move, isn't it? The Emu? I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, the emu is an aboriginal constellation that stretches almost across the entire sky and isn't just composed of individual stars, but the Milky Way as well. So it's pretty interesting. Wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Southern Cross is like the big one, right? I mean, that's the one yeah, that, that, Auss that Aussies in particular would know because it's, it, it's even represented on, on the flag. Oh, right? yeah, so yeah. That's the star constellation on the right-hand yeah. side of the Australian flag. Yeah, that's right. That also, by the way, New Zealand also have on their flag because they're so original. They took the Australian flag, <laughs> took out the Federation star, which is the star on the bottom left-hand side, yeah, and said, "Oh, we'll use that." <laughs> yeah, and and then color them red. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are the only two differences between the Australian and New Zealand flag. <laughs> yeah, because they're real original. Yeah, in fact, there was this whole controversy recently about in New Zealand about how similar. Um, the flag was to the Australian flag. I don't know all the details, but I think people mm. wanted to make it more different or something like that. Well, they probably anyway. have to care more. But the the, the <laughs> other the the yeah. other thing though to also mention is that some con that the northern constellation or the ones that you see in the northern hemisphere they're upside down. So yeah, like, yeah. If you if you just look up at the sky, yeah. you'll notice that they look upside down to, to people who would be used to seeing them from the northern hemisphere yeah like yeah. orion yeah yeah orion's orion's probably my favorite constellation hmm. it's pretty bright and has a belt yeah <laughs> well and because when we were in when we were in the states grace was noticing you know the orion constellation yeah and and how it's for her upside down yeah yeah <laughs> and how different that was and how cool it was yeah yeah it's pretty cool hmm yeah, so it's all pretty disorientating if, if you're used to seeing them <laughs> the way they look from the northern hemisphere. But, I wonder. Um, <laughs> I wonder if that's how you know when you've actually crossed the equator, because all of a sudden it's upside down. <laughs> Hang on, how did well, that happen? <laughs> yeah, that that would pretty much be a good indication. 
Now I'm really lost. Where are we? Or, or you've got to really lean back to see it the way you're used to seeing it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, another thing about southern constellations is that there's Alpha Centauri, which is the closest star system to the Earth. Um, at about four light years. Yep. And people are now talking about making propulsion systems that can get us there within like 40 years. Which is kind of far off in the future, but that's what they're talking about. Shouldn't we be able to get to Mars first? <laughs> My thoughts exactly. That's exactly what I thought of when I <laughs> read this news article about. We haven't even been back to the moons. Yeah, we haven't even been back to the moon since the 1970s. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like... We should definitely try and do that first before we... Well, and... Make and, a giant leap. <laughs> yeah, and look, I get I get President Bush, right? I get President Bush saying, look, the, the, the shuttle fleet is really old. We need, to re we need to refresh them, right? I get where he's going with that. So what does Obama yeah. do with that? He's like, ah, we don't even need the shuttles. We're just going to use rockets. Really? So we're going to go back... <laughs> To what we were doing in the 60s to launch people into space because that was so cool the first time. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You want to go to Mars, <laughs> but you want to do it in rockets. Well, you have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, so who knows Who knows how we're going to pull it off. But Or if. It's going to take quite a bit of effort. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I have a sneaking suspicion that for anybody who's li who listens to the podcast, dear Hank and John, they've got a, they've got a bet um, where Hank bet his brother John the name of the podcast. So instead, you know, actually changing it from Hank and John to Dear John and Hank, if um, m men don't actually go to Mars by 2028, and I reckon he's going to lose that bet <laughs> personally. But who knows? Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that, but yeah, I never know. Never know your luck in the big city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Right. So that pretty much covers the constellations. Well, it really doesn't yeah, well, cover the there's constellations. There's actually one more thing. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. Sorry. Yes. There's one more thing I'd like to mention. Um, from the southern hemisphere, you can see what are called the large and small Magellanic clouds, which are dwarf galaxies that are orbiting the Milky Way. Mm. If you just look up from a dark location they just look like normal clouds in the sky they're like little fuzzy blobs but mm. they're not moving <laughs> so there are actually other galaxies that you can see from the southern hemisphere albeit small ones <laughs> hey, that's okay yeah they're pretty cool yeah you can see it with the naked eye that's even cooler <laughs> yes that's why I like it <laughs> yeah <clears throat> I haven't had a telescope since I was a, a, a little guy Mm -hmm. Honestly, and I never really got it to work. Cause I mean, my dad, God bless him, he, uh, you know, he 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 tried, but he had never used a telescope either, so it really wasn't that helpful with it. <laughs> so I never really got, I never really got. The only time I ever really used a telescope and actually saw anything that was of any, of any real interest, uh, my friend Gary had had one, and we set it in his front yard, and we actually had it on the moon. Oh yeah, and that was the first time I actually really personally firsthand experienced realized that the moon moved. <laughs> you mean across 
the sky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we had the telescope pointed at the moon, and then, you know, a couple hours later, it wasn't there anymore. It it had shifted in the sky so that the telescope wasn't pointed to it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, the the main thing responsible for that is the Earth's rotation. Yeah, I know. Because it's like... But, yeah, the moon does, you know, orbit the Earth, obviously, but you wouldn't be able to notice that with your naked eye on a given night, but maybe with the telescope you could. But, yeah. But yeah, the moon's a great object to look at through a telescope. Yeah, that um, was cool. All those craters and stuff. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I love looking at Saturn, too. You can see the rings. I have never gotten to see Saturn. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to do it sometime. I know. I, I've got to find I'll... somebody with a telescope. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I would be the one, but we're in mm-hmm. different cities, and I actually don't have a telescope right now. <laughs> so. I love you're in, um, you're in astrophysics, and you don't have, have to, a telescope. You'll have to find someone in Melbourne. Yeah. Or just go buy you, one. You'd be able to easily see it from anywhere in Melbourne. Um, it's bright enough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I'll have to get a picture. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's spectacular. You can see the rings and everything. That's cool. And uh, probably you can probably see Titan. It's it's the largest moon as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. And Jupiter's pretty good to look at as well. Yeah, it's all fascinating stuff. <laughs> It, it is fa- it is actually fascinating, and I've I've always been a bit of a space nut, so I always find mm-hmm. it that fascinating as well. Yeah, um, which is probably how I got into sci-fi because my dad's always been into sci-fi. Yeah. So yeah. he got me into sci-fi, and and always had that. So that was that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Um, okay. Well, I think that pretty much answers the most of the star questions for this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although I, I was, I have a suspicion we're gonna that's gonna feature quite a bit because both of yeah. us really, both of us really <laughs> like that genre anyway. So. Yeah, we can always come back to more. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Well, next question. So the next thing we were going to talk about um, that Bob asked um, was bands, Aussie oh, yeah, bands. Yeah. You know, which so besides ACDC, which a lot of people know, and Minute Work, another very popular international Aussie band. Um, what other Aussie bands are there? The answer to that question really is a lot. I don't know if people well, realize it or not, but there are a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of Australian bands. It just depends on whether you're aware of the fact that they're from Australia or not. Exactly, and I think I think <laughs> you hear the song and you're like, oh, that's really cool, and you assume because you're in the U.S. that that they're from the states. Yeah, exactly. And they're not. Yeah. They might have moved to the U.S. We there are a few that are originally from from Australia. Yeah, um, yeah, but they they might have moved to you. The other thing too is um, that in Australia, as I said in the in the previous podcast, if they're from us, if if they're from New Zealand, but they do well, Australia will claim them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And and uh, and there's a couple in my <laughs> list that um, that are kind of further evidence of that. Yeah. So, but sort of what? So you said you had a list too. So I, I, I've got a list. So what have you got? What have you got on your list? Um, well, I looked some of these up because I couldn't think of all off the top of my head. But I, I have Ice House, Baby yes. Animals, The Living End, Hunters and Collectors. Yep. Uh, Silver Chair, which may or may not be well known to people in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. Midnight Oil. See, I had them on my. I had I had Midnight Oil on my list of maybe people wouldn't know. 
Okay. Silverchair actually did a U.S. tour, and they've okay. done they've been in videos I, and stuff. I thought, yeah, hmm. I just haven't really been keeping up with that sort of thing. So yeah, um, but but Midnight Oil, yeah, because Peter Garrett was um, was also an MP for a little while, which stands for Member of Parliament, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yep. So Midnight Oil. Oh yeah, that's right. He was he was in Silverchair, wasn't he? No, no, no. Uh, Peter Garrett. No, he was in Midnight Oil. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Midnight Oil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's cool. Yep. Um, uh, then you said NXS. NXS was yeah. on my list. NXS yeah. is one of the bands that I found out about as I was uh, as I was turning eighteen and starting to work and listening to radio. NXS was really popular on the radio for me. So yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't, <clears throat> didn't really grow up with them. But, I'm sorry. but you're ten years older than me, so <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, Hanks is awesome. Yep. And Who then else? another one's Spider Bait. I'm not really sure if Spider Bait. Yeah, it's not on my list, but it should be. Spider Bait is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, and also, I think have have made it into the U.S. enough that you would know who they were. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Wolf Mother. Another one not on my list that should be on there. Yes, Wolf Mother. <laughs> Um, some of the ones I love Ice House that you had in there. Iva Davies is the front for um, for Ice House um, because yeah. the band kind of changes over. Iva Davies is awesome. I like that guy. I would like to meet that guy. <laughs> um, some that that you didn't add though that I think would probably be of note would be Savage Garden. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, I was just thinking of rock bands. They're not really rock, oh, are true. they? Yeah, uh, pop rock. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to add minute work, I mean... Uh, yeah, true. Uh, Empire of the Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. A big band. Uh, Jet is a, is another band. Jet? That is, yeah. Oh, right. It's Rosie. Um, Bee Gees. You really... I mean, look, I know, yeah, you can't yeah. leave out the Bee Gees. I mean, they were... They were one... Ah, oh, they're huge. Um... One of my favorites is Billy Thorpe, because he uh-huh. has my personal theme song, Most People I Know. Yeah. Because most people I know, knowing the lyrics to that song, would know, yes, that is Brian's theme song. It has <laughs> Brian almost spelled out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Kylie yeah. Minogue. She, um, she rock? Or well, pop she's rock? pop rock. <laughs> okay. Pop. Well, she's kind of glam pop, really. But. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, Cold Chisel slash Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. Um, probably not as popular in the U.S. Really big here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, there, look, there are some key, there are some key um, artists that are from New Zealand that exhibit what I was talking about. Because they've made it big, they get associated with Australia. Yeah, right. Yeah. One of those is Crowded House. Okay. Right. So Crowded House is is from New Zealand, but they're huge enough that Australia would claim them. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and they were really big in the '80s, early '90s. Um, still pretty big, but yeah. Um, the the another one, but we're going to kind of go into country for a minute. Mm-hmm. Is um, is Keith Urban? Yeah, so Keith yeah, Urban was, was born in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But he moved at 17 to Queensland. Okay. Which, by the way, is spelt Queensland, but you don't say it that way. We're going back into that. It's Queensland. 
Um, Wait, what? It's spelled Queensland, but we don't yeah. say land. We say Lund. Queensland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cans. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and and another one that's really popular at the minute, again from New Zealand, is Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're really good. <laughs> yeah. So she just has, an, she's got another album out. Um, and she actually is, again, oh, and this is going to be a good segue, but she's actually on the Billboard charts. So, oh, yeah. Uh, note. Uh, another one that kind of has started to break out, I think, into the U.S. is Casey Chambers. Again, from Australia, but she's more okay. country. Haven't haven't heard of her, but... Yeah. She's pretty good. I'm not a big music buff like you are, so... <laughs> well, that's it. I, yeah. I like, I like the whole music thing. I've always <laughs> been... I've always had my fingers in the music stuff at some at some basic level. Yeah. Cool. So. So yeah, that. Uh, were there any other other ones that you can think of that? Oh, there. Look, there's probably. Uh, I have. I don't even think we've scratched the surface. I mean, there's. Yeah, yeah. Those are probably the most well-known ones. I that I can think I of, suppose, or. Yeah. Or yeah. But look, there's there's a ton, and and I and I think that gets back into what I was saying, you know, last last time, was I think we can do better. You know, I find it sad that we're at you know 71, although <laughs> we're kind of only half at 71 from last week. Um, yeah. But um, look, we'll be we'll be back on the charts again because Hunters and Collectors have got another album coming out. Oh, do they? Yeah. Cool. So, in Empire of the Sun had one that came out recently, so hopefully we'll get another. Another single out of them, yeah. Um, and you know, oh, Powderfinger. We didn't say Powderfinger. Powderfinger and Silverchair are really good friends. I like Powderfinger better than I do Silverchair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just thought um, of another band that's Australian. Um, yep. The Temper Trap. The what? Oh, the Temper. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I just bought one of their their singles actually recently because I was like, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I just love playing their their music on road trips. A good yeah. road trip music. <laughs> yeah, Dickens Thieves is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't heard it, you should you should go and get it. Um, Dragon, Dragon is another one. They're really old, like seventies band. All oh, right. That that are still touring, by the way, still doing oh, stuff. Right. And um, they're the ones that do that song "April Sun in Cuba." Don't know it. <laughs> I. I did it for my 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 guitar exhibition performance. Mm, it was the when, first one I when did. When was that? Ah, oh, it would be a year and a half, two years ago now. Was I there? No, but I did <laughs> give you the video. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see how we are. <laughs> no, I I uh, oh uh-huh. never mind. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I wouldn't want our podcast to end so soon. <laughs> <laughs> don't! <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> um, okay, so that should segue here into... Um, I've got music news. Oh, yeah. I have music news. So that's a good segue. I've got, I've got music news. So, like I said, I, 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 like, I would like to just highlight... The Australian that's furthest up the Billboard charts, and the U.S. act that's the highest up the Aria charts. Right. Sweet. So, 
Um, I'm going to do the ARIA charts because the billboard charts is going to be a little bit more complicated as um, I might have alluded to in just the list of bands. So the highest U.S. act in the ARIA charts would again be the Chainsmokers and Coldplay with something just like this at number three. So you might, you might ask what act was number one and number two mm. and I can say that because right. the, that one person had both uh -huh. they're not Australian this person okay. has taken over the charts in multiple countries and regions that would be right. Ed Sheeran <laughs> okay right. So even in our even in Australia, Ed Sheeran is dominating the charts. He had the number one and number two charts. Right. Right. So the next, you know, so Australia bands are going to be, you know, down even further. So you had <laughs> Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, the Chainsmokers. Mm, right. right. Anyway. <laughs> so Billboard charts again. Ed Sheeran was dominating in the U.S. The Billboard charts. The highest rated ranked Australian act was again Starly with Call On Me dropped to seventy five. Right. The 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 note, however, is as I said, if you are a New Zealand act, but you do really well, we claim you. So we're gonna claim the thirty ninth spot <laughs> which is Lord with green light, uh, <laughs> right? really? so so we're gonna we're gonna take the win as being inside the top forty with Lord and green light. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a bit ridiculous. Like, why not? You know, we're we're in Australia. We should. Uh, why not? I mean, U.S. claim <laughs> yeah. Canada all the time. You know, Canadian act. Ah, oh, that's close enough. <laughs> Yeah, but not the other way around. <laughs> no! What do you think, honestly, do you think New Zealand actually claims Australian acts? No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. No, they don't, really. <laughs> they don't. Not really, no. Because they're really more populated by sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anything is, you know, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying they have more sheep than they do people. So I guess unless you've got a CD that the sheep can buy, <laughs> you might need to kind of break into Australia, as Keith Urban did. But I think Keith Urban has been kind of climbing the ladder. So he went from New Zealand at 17, at 17 said, no, 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 we're going to have to go into Australia, there's more people there. And then, yeah. and then he's like, look, Australia's too small, we're going to have to go into the U.S. So then he's moved into the U.S. Then he married Nicole Kidman, <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, and he's back. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he was on. He was on the Australian version of um, of the Voice. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's my music news. So, have you um, have you got anything to share with the the greater public at large? Well, <clears throat> I kind of alluded to it already when I talked about Alpha Centauri and people trying to go there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just found this news item 
that's entitled A Star Trek-like antimatter engine could power humanity humanity to the nearest star. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it says uh, antimatter propulsion wouldn't be quite as fast as a warp-powered Starfleet vessel in the Star Trek universe, but it could speed up the trip to Alpha Centauri. Scientists say this method could power a rocket that could get a probe to Alpha Centauri in 40 years, which is uh, which is a thousand times faster than the technology we are currently using. Wow, that's kind of so cool. There's a, there's a rocket again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rockets! Oh. Don't get me started on rockets. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, that is interesting. But, but, but again, my, my the first question that comes to mind, like you said before, why can't we just go to the moon or Mars first? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we getting ahead of ourselves? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess they're literally reaching for the stars. Well, dream bigger, go home. Yeah, that's right. Or was that go big or go home? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, who knows <laughs> when it's actually going to happen. Well, yeah, and you know what really concerns me about that is, look, I, I'm all for going in and visiting Mars. I don't have a problem with that. But my, my, big, my big problem is we still haven't worked out the radiation issue, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the big problem. Because people don't realize, well, I think they do because of, I mean, there's been more talk of it with, with the, the discussions around global warming and climate change and those kind of things. But the Earth really has kind of like a radiation shield that actually protect, protects us. Right, right. Yeah, the atmosphere and the, the magnetic field. Yeah. A lot of that. Oh, yes, yes, because you, that's kind of where the aurora borealis comes from. Because yeah, of yeah. The, yeah. Um, which we really haven't been able to replicate in in any kind of um, you know mechanical type situation, right. right? So if you're on a spacecraft, you're really just getting bombarded with these cosmic rays. Yeah, yeah. So and I yeah, and, and Mars also doesn't have much of an atmosphere or that magnetic field shield. So. Yeah, yeah, it's got a much thinner atmosphere, and it's mostly carbon dioxide, I think, <laughs> which is yeah. what you want to be breathing in. <laughs> no, kind of deadly. Yeah. So, you know, they want, to, they want to talk about putting people on Mars. Well, fine, if you want to go for a visit, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, not, not really something that you want... Um, not really something that you want to have something to try to sustain because you're not going to live very long because you're going to be... Because I don't think people quite understand that it's actually the radiation that actually helps degrade your your body's DNA and cells. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if yeah. you get exposed to even more of those, you're going to die quicker. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no. No. So, yeah. So, my concern with going or trying to plan something that's going to take you, let's have that nice round number, 40 years to get to someplace. Right? And then you're going to have a minimum of 40 years back. Right? <laughs> you're making an assumption that there's a planet that has a habitable environment like the Earth at Alpha Centauri. And if you don't, it's going to be like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, well, they are 
trying to find habitable planets around Alpha Centauri or nearby. Um, but if you look but, for it, doesn't mean it's going to be there. Well, yeah, you've got to discover it first. <laughs> exactly. Um, so find to um, go and visit, and, but what are you going to do if you don't find something? Considering it's, you know, one of the brightest stars in the sky, if we haven't found it by now, and we yeah. found hordes of other planets around other stars, yeah, it probably isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, if you if it if it takes you forty years to get there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't plan on coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't really, would you? Because it's no, it's an eighty-year round trip. Yeah, and if it's going to be that long, you'd have to plan for population increases as, as well. Or do it like in passengers, where you know it's like a like cryogenic suspension. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. in except in like the passenger scenario, you'd want to be able to get back in should you get out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, I'm that's sorry if I gave away of... the plot for a movie people want to go see. <laughs> no, no, yeah, there are all sorts of issues that you got to deal with yeah. on a trip that long. But um, yeah, well, it's, it's just fun to think about. Yeah. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing, though, I think people that I think that particular author may not have quite understood was that the warp engines in Star Trek were actually powered by the antimatter engine. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. It just created yeah. a, a a field that bent time space enough that you could go faster than the speed of light. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but good luck finding that, but yeah, yeah. What they're proposing in this article isn't isn't like that. It's just no, of course not. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, just matter slamming into antimatter and annihilating each other, and then pushing the rocket forward. Oh, although of energy, yes. Although I'm I am a subscriber to um, to centripetal force as a as a mechanism. Okay, what do you mean? Well, because the idea is that if you could, um, if you could uh, focus centripetal force in one direction, as opposed to a bicycle that goes around in circles, then yeah. you could actually propel yourself at a much greater speed. Yeah, but then it, it wouldn't be centripetal if it's going in one direction. <laughs> if you Must know what well, that's true. This, this might be too hard to discuss on a podcast, but probably so. Maybe for next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we need like a drawing board or something. Maybe that's the video we, podcast. Yes, yes, video podcast. The vlog that your friend was talking about. Oh, you should do it. I want to see it. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to see me. <laughs> don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if I have a mask. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no one's gonna see my face. <laughs> yeah, nobody's paying for that. Although, look, you know, start a start a campaign, you know, vlog, yes or something. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the, if you want to do that, subscribe to my 2020 presidential campaign. Mm, yeah. Then maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> right? Because then maybe I'll believe you. <laughs> Until then, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Right. So. So that actually is a good end, and actually yeah. inside of 
you know, actually, I've got, you know, inside 40-something minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good timing. Yeah, we didn't come close to answering all the questions that we received recently, but, hey, that means more for next time. More for next time. That's right. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah! <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Love your work. And, again, thank you for all the questions. Yeah, we will yeah, get thanks, everyone, them. for all the good questions that we had recently, and we'll get to the ones we didn't get to this week next week. Yeah. Un well, unless we get too many next time, too, and eventually <laughs> yeah, we will run yeah. out of time to do any of them. But, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe if we keep getting all these awesome questions, we'll go to weekly instead of biweekly. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> that's the way to encourage us. <laughs> yes, that's right. And maybe even do the vlog. Anyway, <laughs> I'm bidding a dead horse. <laughs> yeah. So, right. I guess cool. until um, until next time, that yes, um, yes. that puts a wrap on this episode. Yes, thanks everyone. We are the Displatriots, and we'll talk to you next time. Back at you next time. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. goodbye.